0: welcome to the alive lauren podcast and the place of celebrating juicy soulful whole living loving being adventuring in this lifetime today is going to be <laughs> a wee bit of a soapbox hi so I'm um, the sort of spiritual study buddy group we're on chapter seven of Untethered soul about looking at this tendency, releasing the tendency to close. And it was actually such a kind of dense, beautifully dense chapter that we all decided that we were going to do another week before we move on. And I just want to share some of my takeaways, the lines that I really, really loved. So the kind of core premise of this chapter is that like, we're not any of our feelings our thoughts our emotions we're ultimately the awareness watching them so and when something gets disturbed so we have parts of us that where we resisted something really challenging or clung to something really beautiful it's like these things haven't been felt they haven't been like let go of so they end up being like pushed down and they're there creating disturbance because things happen in life. They trigger these because they just want to be released. So when there's a disturbance, it's not because of a thing that's happening now. It's because there's something underneath <laughs> that's like connected to that. And yeah, like it's, it's this opportunity. So I love the rewiring. Oh my God, there are so many things because just this idea of if we psychologically, people are so sensitive these days and society accepts it as normal, whereas if we were physically that sensitive, we'd be seen as sick, like something would need to be addressed. And that when things happen on the outside, when there's disturbance, it really has a tremendous power. So what I loved with this chapter was just how real it was that being in this human experience, these like, disturbances are tremendously powerful and they want to draw our awareness. So if you think about like on a physical practical level, if a hammer <laughs> falls on your toe, it is like instantly there's that pull and draw of all the attention to the toe or if there's a very loud noise, all the attention and focus is drawn there and how there's an opportunity to disengage to not go with it because the thing is the mind and emotionally can spiral down this most crazy rabbit hole that's not healthy in terms of so many like worst case scenarios and oh my lord 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 so just as a practical example it was just so interesting the kind of layer and mirror of both of these so i do want to share I'm just going to pull it out here because I loved, loved, loved. It's one line. It's not written as a poem, but it just actually does rhyme. That it doesn't matter what others do unless you decide that it matters to you. Sounds a bit like a Dr. Seuss. <laughs> it doesn't matter what others do unless you decide that it matters to you. And using life itself to free yourself. And I just loved also this honesty that the tendency to get drawn in is constant. So the willingness to let go and fall behind, to relax and release, also needs to be constant. So the sort of Airbnb where I'm staying, she's got three, a couple of young guys who came for the weekend from France. And newly in her kitchen, she's got this wooden counter. So it's a strip of wood that's really kind of heavy and it's attached to the back, like to the one wall. Now she also makes jewelry like beaded jewelry. So she had her containers of all the beads and the thread and all like in these little compartments of this container that were open because she often sits there and does that. So <laughs> one of the guys, he was leaning with his like um, forearms, like he put his elbows and forearms on this counter and had leaned on it, and just with his weight, and this is quite a heavy piece of wood, and there was coffee on this, the beads were on this. Oh my God, this thing fell down. (laughs) And the coffee spilled everywhere, and the beads spilt everywhere, and it was just like such a big mess. But it wasn't like this was something he delivered, it was like an accident. And when I saw her late in the day, she was reflecting on this, Just this whole element of, like, when Mickey says... Like, when someone comes back very enthusiastic about a really deep meditation or, like, an amazing um, seminar they attended, it's like he always says he's not so interested in where they are in their deep meditation or their transformative workshop. It's like, where are you (laughs) when life... You know, when the shit hits the fan (laughs) in real life... Then where are you? <laughs> and how are you doing? Because using life, these disturbances, these things all the time. So this was such a perfect example because I think it helped her. Because later when I returned, she was able to sort of unpack and just share this whole thing with me. And how initially like, she could witness this part of her wanting to get like angry at them. Wanting to blame. Wanting to be like, um, tell herself, oh yeah, you need, this is why I don't um, rent to like young guys. And all of this, and to shift that, and to decide to witness that disturbance and that tendency to pull into all that thought process of blame, of then wanting to blame herself for renting them, of blaming them, of just going on and on and on, down this rabbit hole. (laughs) And the choice to stop, the choice to disengage. And also something that was very interesting that she brought up was, she found it helpful as well to imagine... How they were feeling because here were these young guys that you know like maybe this is their first kind of like holiday together that they'd saved up and being very self-conscious of what had happened and not wanting to create this big mess and upset her and it reminded me when i did um tutoring for adults and i had a japanese woman and i think it's a kido. there's a japanese martial art form where you have a, like a wooden sword and all three of the kids had been through it for many, many years. And one thing that was so beautiful when she was telling me just certain principles of it, that when you f- fight, you often like you paired up in a tournament or in a practice. So the person, obviously like someone's going to win and someone's going to lose. Um, so when you're bowing at the end, the person who won, as you're bowing, you're actually supposed to bring into your consciousness, how does the person feel, the other person? who's bowing to you, who's lost. And then the person who's lost as you're bowing to actually cultivate a sense of gratitude for this person because the person that you fought has just helped you see and realize the areas where you need to develop and hone your skills. So yeah, this shift of focus and shift of capacity, so just tied in so magnificently because this was the thing she used through this. And how she wanted to shift the energy and not go down. And to disengage with those rabbit holes of judgments and blame and um, all of that. And to shift the energy. And then she actually like gave a beaded bracelet to the one guy. And then she made like a big salad for dinner and offered them. And yeah, like how it's so possible. It's so possible. And then I love it because the other thing that I'd written, this was before chatting with her, that, let's just see here don't, this prescription of don't fight or try to change the disturbed energy. So this was exactly when she noticed all of that. It wasn't like she was trying to fight her natural response or trying to change the actual, like the one that was going crazy. Relax in the face of the melodrama. So that was actually everything of just like relaxing, witnessing it, releasing, deciding to let go And deciding to change focus. And focus and think about how do these young guys feel. Ah. Now I'm trying to figure out my way back. (laughs) I've come for a beautiful early morning walk. um, And have to sort of figure my way back. But then my sort of soapbox to all of this was. That ultimately. Like Mickey's prescription is to start with the small stuff. Notice when stuff gets disturbed. And then choose to disengage and choose to notice even at the point where the energy gets disturbed. But that it's always, even if you make this decision, there's constantly stuff that's going to happen with relationship partners, with friends, with family, with life. There's constantly going to be disturbances that don't want to pull the energy. Ah, wow. So, just like when there's greatest, what's the greatest aspiration of all? Like when people aspire to, you know, like I met somebody who does triathlons. And he was saying, like, when you prepare for the first one, it takes nine months. When you look at people who aspire to, like, look at me, like, on the biggest, like, the highest scale of things, Olympic athletes, and the years and years of lifetime dedication. And for me, I'm just like, the greatest thing I'd like to aspire and dedicate my time and my lifetime to is developing the skills of being able to relax and release in the face of disturbance and to know that there's power to disengage and to use life itself to free myself, to get to a place where there's more and more, literally, like that it's possible to live from a place where from moment to moment there's not, there's this awareness and not going down, this melodrama of crazy voice, emotional mind spirals and actually just having an authentic appreciation and joy of life, no matter no matter that even on the biggest, biggest things eventually, that it is possible. It is possible. Because any of those things that like the great things that have been achieved, like on the physical, in terms of the Wright Brothers and the plane, and so many things that we've seen as absolutely ridiculous and impossible, and it's not. And it just feels like the greatest aspiration of all, to actually live joyously and with gratitude and just be filled with an awe and fascination and a joy and a bliss for life itself. Mm. So, happy adventuring, precious heart, and here is to growing our capacity to live more and more moments from a place of genuine, authentic awe and fascination. Being able and to know that we can use life itself to free ourselves and that nothing anyone else does matters unless we decide That it matters to us. Happy adventuring, precious heart.